episode two, how we do. I really thrive in my rhyme skills. It's a well-known fact. It's not. <laughs> Welcome back to my second episode of the story behind the scare. Each episode will dive into my personal journey through the horror genre. Again, I've really only been watching the genre for about one year now, so I know I have a lot to learn, but I hope that what I lack in experience, I make up in passion. This episode is focusing on the man who really introduced me to horror and honestly got me hooked, and that's writer, director, do-it-all extraordinaire, Mike Flanagan. My roommate and I joke that he and his wife, Kate Siegel, were our patron saints during the beginning of the quarantine, so if you're watching, thanks for keeping us entertained and sane during a crazy several weeks. <laughs> So, like I mentioned in my last video, The Haunting of Hill House Netflix series was my first reintroduction to horror. I say reintroduction because, okay, truth time, I'd seen a couple of horror movies before. In my apartment, we have a tradition every Halloween to watch one scary movie. However, I often watched them, watched, behind closed eyelids or hidden behind the safety of my Baymax plushie. So. The Haunting of Hill House was really my first true watching of something in the horror genre. Willingly, so to say. If you don't know what The Haunting of Hill House is about, it is a Netflix series adaptation of the 1959 Shirley Jackson novel of the same title. The series alternates between the past and present lives of the Crane family, Hugh and Olivia Crane, and their children, Stephen, Shirley, Theodora, Luke, and Eleanor, or as she is lovingly known, no. The family comes to originally move into the house in hopes of flipping the house or coming in and fixing and selling it at an increased price. However, unfortunately, tragedy strikes the household in an inexplicable way, causing them all to flee. Now, 26 years later, the Crane family must once again face Hill House. The series is written and directed entirely by Mike Flanagan and has a phenomenal cast. The series consists of 10 episodes, all about an hour or so in length. Now, I get it. Is is Hill House the scariest thing I could have watched? No. But at the same time, yeah. What it lacked in jump scares, it made up in the emotional terror that slowly crept in over time. For example, once you caught your first ghost in the background, you couldn't help but be on edge and continue to look for more. While these ghosts didn't necessarily add anything to the driving plot, it created a, a self-induced tense environment for lack of better words. You were actively choosing to look for ghosts, <laughs> waiting to see one of them lurking in the background of the gorgeous wide shots. I mean, hats off to the amazing cinematography of Michael Vignari. What was so cool about the series was that it allowed for more character development scenes to happen without losing the momentum of the scary moments. It turned these normal, intimate moments into something unnerving and tense. I truly loved this because I found myself able to care and relate more to each character. And while I saw myself in Nell, I, I was able to grow attached to all of the characters because I had time to grow with them. I mean, I, I, I watched them grow up and I personally felt the same tense and ominous energy that they unknowingly did when they lived in the house growing up. I, I honestly, I, I can't think of a different way of wanting to start my love for horror. The series skillfully incorporated traditional horror elements while focusing on a story that 
really got to me in, in an unexpected way. Plus, it only had the one really terrifying jump scare, which for someone who was just starting out was truly lovely. But what it revealed to me was why people were drawn to horror movies to start. Sure, I mean, they love being scared and adrenaline, but surely horror movies cannot just be for adrenaline junkies. And what The Haunting of Hill House made me realize is that it's not. While we can look at the surface level horror of the series, which is that of the house and the spirits within, we can also examine the other scary topics, which is that of death and how we grieve. Without going into too much detail, because I totally want you to watch it if you haven't, the Crane siblings from oldest to youngest each represent a stage of grief, which for those who don't know are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Grief is a universal understanding and unfortunately something we are all forced to face. Often we aren't prepared for it, particularly when it comes to death. And while I'm trying to become more death positive, death still scares me because it's incredibly unpredictable. I mean, I listen, I love planners. I love spreadsheets. I love planning. So, you know, you get it. And with death, you can, you can make all the plans you want, but I mean, yeah, you never are truly ready. And for some, that's more terrifying than a haunted house. The Haunting of Hill House also shows through the house's nature how some homes can be toxic. Nell has this mm, beautiful line when it comes to talking about the house where she says, I'm like a small creature swallowed whole by a monster and the monster feels my tiny little movements inside. For some people, families and being back home can be incredibly unhealthy. It can diminish them as a person, making them feel small or invalidated. And while I'm incredibly lucky to have a family that doesn't make me feel that way, that's terrifying to not feel safe at home. For someone who thought of horror as blood and guts and jumping from behind fridge doors, this was a huge revelation. I mean, I felt strangely bad for judging horror and those who watched it. And oh my gosh, I was obsessed with Mike Flanagan's work. I mean, I just, I had to see more. So what I watched next was Dr. Sleep. Okay, well technically I had to watch The Shining beforehand, but let me stick with the Flanagan kick for just a little bit longer because trust me, King's got a whole section too. <laughs> so next week we'll talk about two more Mike Flanagan horror movies, Dr. Sleep and Gerald's Game. Till then, Stay cool.